Hi, and um, welcome back to HFC. I don't know about you, but I guess it's because I'm I'm still a teacher, and I went from being a student to a teacher. So, kind of the beginning of the year starts now for me. Those f- couple of days or weeks right before school starts, and it's a, a new school year. That's what my life revolves around. School years. It's revolved around that since I was, you know, in preschool. And then so on. And then even in college, year started around the same time. And now that I'm a teacher, the year starts a little bit sooner um, and ends a little bit later. But needless to say, it's the beginning of a new year. And with those, you know, the beginnings of New Year's, um, ever since I was a kid, I still remember that kind of energy of I'm not quite sure if I'm excited or if I'm nervous, if I'm dreading it or if I'm looking forward to it. There's just a lot that comes with a new year. And this could be put forth to the beginning of, you know, something new, doesn't matter what it is. It could be a new job, it could be a new um, church, it could be a new car, it could be doing something new. Because I think as human beings, we tend to enjoy consistency. We like routine, and we like um, doing things the exact same way over and over again. There's, you know, reasons for that. tends to stress a lot of people out. Some people are a lot better with change. Um, There's a word for that. It's called resiliency. And it talks about people's ability to cope with change and their ability to just kind of go with the flow. Some people have a lot of it. Some people have a little bit of it. But regardless, we all need some of that because we as humans are not good with change. Just by nature, we are not. I mean, some of us can handle more than others, but it comes down to the fact that change is hard for us. So with all those new things, whether they be new cars, new lives, new school year, new whatever, it's change. And when change comes, we tend to get nervous. And it's the new school year. And so I've been just kind of feeling very, not stressed out. It's like I can feel the upcoming stress coming and I'm telling myself there's no need to be stressed. It's the beginning of a new school year. You've done this. This is my fourth year now, which feels funny to say, because I don't feel like I've been a teacher that long. And not only that, you know, I've done this. It's nothing entirely new. Um, But I also have, you know, God with me. And I say that as if it's, you know, just kind of like a little thing I have on the side, but that's one of the most important things we can have with us. Um, One of the most important people or persons, entities. I'm not really sure. You know what I mean? So with the coming of new things, whether they're coming immediately, like they are for me, where I'm about to start work this Friday or, you know, next week for school or, you know, maybe in two months you find something new that you have to deal with. I'd like to share a verse that has just been on the forefront of my mind as of recently. But the first verse is from John 14, verse 27. It says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. I've had conversations um, with people about like how the things that we read in the Bible we have the same word for them, but it's it's not necessarily the same thing that we as a society have claimed them as. In the world, we typically, you know, 
say that love is meeting someone and marrying them, and that's love. But we tend to have like this very, very stripped down version of what love with love is. And if we were to compare it to the Bible, it would be a lot, a lot more like like or infatuation or lust, even. Whereas the Bible tends to talk about love and as this like perfect love, this love that is withstanding, that is not withholding, gives everything that is not prideful, not envious, but uplifting, joy-filled, um, and so on. There's just so much that love is. And the same thing kind of happens when we talk about peace. You hear it all the time. People are like, I just want some peace and quiet. And what they end up doing is they kind of just go in their room or they they kind of, um, what's the word? Pull back. Isolate is the word I was looking for. And they like, they'll read a book, watch TV, that kind of thing. And it's it's weird because we call that peace, but so many times we do that. And it's just more of giving our minds a break because when we go back, that stress just right back up instantly, or at least it comes back fast. And I've tried talking to people about this, that it's because of the misconceptions of society nowadays that we have issues with understanding what it, what God means when he talks about love, when he talks about peace, when he talks about hope, when he talks about joy. Because we've watered down these words so often that it's a real struggle to understand what God says when he gives us peace. Now, peace does not mean a lack of issues. It does not mean a lack of a hard situation. Peace means the understanding that God is going to take care of you regardless. It's having the faith to believe that God is going to be there for you no matter what the situation is, no matter what you're going through. And that in the end of all of this, if you believed and trusted in God all along, have faithfully sought Him out, that you will be rewarded with eternal life, full of peace, joy, and happiness to levels of which we cannot currently understand or even imagine. So when John 14, 27 says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. God is talking about um, a perfect peace, a peace beyond what the world considers peace. He's not talking about quiet. He's not talking about calm. He's talking about a word that I'm not even sure how to describe there's that underlying notion that you're going to be taken care of, you're going to be loved, you're going to be held, you're going to be watched over, and that you are watched over. That things will be okay, not because you're going to make them okay, or because everything's just going to disappear, but because you have someone who's, or some entity, I don't know what to call God. That's it's weird. You're going to have God with you. Maybe I should just say that. And so if we can understand these things going into the new year with all with all of our new stuff that's going to happen, with all of the new people we're going to meet. For some of us, our new year started in January. For me, I, I think of my new year is when school starts. But like I said, it's all about, doesn't matter what new is coming, that God is going to be with us and he's going to be for us. Um, and we've heard that verse, I don't know it word for word, but if my God is for me, then who can stand against me? That's the kind of, verse that I'm talking about. If we can have faith in that verse, then we can have and live in God's peace. Then we will never have to worry or be afraid. Will we struggle 
yes, will we have things that come up that kind of scare us for a moment? Yes. And then we just have to remind ourselves that I'm a child of God. I have God who goes before me. He is my banner. He is my my shelter in which I find rest. And then we continue to do what we're doing. And it's not really something that I can describe for you. It's something that has to be felt for itself. I, I could try over and over and it's just not going to happen. It would just be me rambling saying, but it's more of, no, wait, it's because it's so complex. It's, it's nothing like the watered down piece that we have defined as a society. It's not quiet. It's not calm. It's not a, it's not like a, exactly. I I can't even, I'm not going to bother trying to describe it. It's something that you have to, to understand for yourself by having the faith to believe that because God is with you, you will remain in his peace. So the other verse that I want to talk about um, that is also, you know, referring to peace is um, Hebrews 13, 6. It says, so we can confidently say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? And the ver- the reason I wanted to bring that verse up is because honestly, um, things are getting scary. I mean, things have always been scary. I feel like we get numb to it and kind of like we hear one thing and it's just like we've gotten so numb to it that it's it's hard to realize that the world itself is a scary place right now. Um, and I say that because when I just had a trip, I don't want to divulge too much information, but I had a trip and there was a, um, what was it? What is it called? A, a shooter alert. Um, and it was kind of scary. And, and so for some reason, I somehow, I guess it's more of, I'm saying some reason somehow, but God had his plan. Um, this verse is something that I read shortly, like extremely shortly after, because it was something, a uh, part of a Bible plan that I was reading. And it said, you know, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? Man has power in this world, but God is above this world. God is um, omnipotent. God is omniscient. He's capable of seeing everything. He's over everything. If man were to take my physical life, he cannot take my eternal life. If man were to hurt me, it would, it's only physically. If man were to wish ill things against me, were to, if man were to want to do evil things against me, if someone wanted to do something bad against me, there's a limit to what they can do because the person I stand with is God. Again, it doesn't mean that bad things won't happen. It doesn't mean that scary situations won't occur. It just means that in everything and all that you do, God will never forsake nor forget you. And because of those kinds of verses, those promises that God has made, those are what allow us to live in in a perfect peace because we have faith in those things, that it doesn't matter the situation, that God is not going to forget me, that God is not going to forsake me, that he will never abandon me. I, I really feel like understanding this kind of peace is more on the part of, of you and your relationship with God, that you have to pray about it, you have to seek it out. And But one thing I want to talk about is the fact that God has left it to us. It's not something that he gives and takes. I know a lot of times it feels that way, like, well, where is that feeling gone? Where is my peace? And and 
God has left it to you. No one can take it away from you, but you can give it up because you forget to have faith, because you forget to believe. Just because something feels stressful doesn't mean that God's peace has left you. It means that you need to remind the world, you need to remind your mind, your heart, your spirit of the promises of God. So if you don't feel like there's peace, that's because that's on you. You need to remind yourself that it doesn't matter what I feel, it doesn't matter what my flesh feels, it doesn't matter what my mind says, that God has given me a peace. And then maybe even recite the verse. John 14, 7 says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. I rebuke you fear, I rebuke you anxiety, I rebuke you depression, because I believe that God has left me a perfect peace from which neither of you can interrupt or corrupt. That's just something that you can say. Anyway, I think that's all for this uh, week's episode. I just want to say, let's let's just pray for each other. Like I said, new things are coming up. Let's pray that God will help us to understand what it means to feel perfect peace, um, regardless of whether or not we have experienced it. Let's pray that He helps us to to kind of get there, to build our faith so that we can experience it and understand what it is that we're looking for. Um, and as always, let's end this uh, episode with a prayer. Dear God, thank you for the peace that you've given to us that no one can take. Thank you for your mercies that you give us every day, for the new beginnings that come with every sunrise, with every morning that we experience. Thank you for your grace, your understanding, your wisdom, all the gifts that you have given to us. I thank you for all of these things. Thank you for being with us and never forsaking us. As we embark in new things, whether it's now or in the future, I pray that you just help us to seek your will in all of these things that we encounter or we find ourselves in. Every situation, let it be your will that is done, not ours. Help us to lift our our wants and our needs up to you and to have faith that, that regardless of whether or not our prayers are answered in a way that we believe they need to be answered, that you are there with us and you will never forsake nor forget us. We ask you to forgive us of our sins and just bless us as we go into these new days, into these new weeks, these new situations, these new jobs, and just help us to be a light, um, and just help us to be a light amongst the shadows of the world that exist nowadays. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of HFC. I really hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode and that we all start really focusing on how to build the faith to have the peace that God has for us. Because as I said earlier, it's getting to be really scary in this world and things are really getting crazy and whatnot. But I feel if we can truly just grasp the perfect peace that God has for us and everything's going to be okay because God says that it's going to be okay. Anyway, thanks for tuning into this week's episode. I hope you all have a great week. God bless and bye.